This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse Welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host, Vanessa, and I'm really happy to be here to be doing our, for Fighting Stigma, doing the part three of our 10-part series of the keys, 10 Keys to Happier Living uh, from Action for Happiness. Now, if you haven't heard of Action for Happiness before, they are a movement of people taking action to create a happier and kinder world together. And the little blurb that they have about themselves on their website, which you can find at actionforhappiness.org. And so it's action for happiness is all one word, and it's action for, for is the word F-O-R, so action, F-O-R, happiness.org. And um, what they say is, action for happiness brings people together and provides practical resources. We help each other learn evidence-based skills for happier living, feel a sense of belonging, and commit to personal action to create more happiness for ourselves and others. And uh, what I'm doing today is talking about our next section that of the 10 parts to keys to happiness that they have, which is just so great because it's just really, it's a lot of it kind of crosses over stuff we've talked about before on Fighting Stigma. But uh, I wanted to go through these 10 keys to happiness because I think it's a really great reminder. It kind of covers so many things that we've talked about before that are just really great gentle reminders, especially coming up to Christmas time and summer. Like actually quite often people find this a really hard time of year. So actually having those ideas about like what are some ways to do some really great self-care that is actually just for everybody can be really, really good. But before I get into all of that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offered in Hamilton, Tokoro, and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Taranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress South and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz 
or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health. I do play that ad again at the end of the show today at fighting, end of Fighting Stigma. And you can like stick around, grab a pen and paper and be able to write any of those contact details down. So that if you hey, you think, hey, Progress to Health sounds like something to be helpful for myself or for someone else I know, you'll be able to get those details. Okay. So today is part three of the 10 part series, as I said. And so we are on to the E of great dream. And so it is exercising. So exercising. Take care of your body. Taking care of your body is good for your mind. They are connected. There are lots of ways we can look after ourselves physically. Exercising, moving more during the day, getting enough rest, eating nourishing food, staying hydrated and getting out into sunlight or daylight. Sorry. Uh, These all directly impact how well we feel and function. They can be instant mood boosters as well, as as well as good for our mental and physical health longer term. An extensive body of scientific research is showing that many benefits of exercising for our psychological health and happiness. And they've left, they've got um, a bullet point, so not a bullet point, a footnote marker. So there will be something that you can tick, click on that on the website and it will take you to uh, a link to whatever that research is that they're talking about. Exercise and being physically active can help us manage, treat, and even prevent depression and anxiety. Another footnote marker. It can boost our confidence, help us manage stress, and help us sleep and think better too, improving how well our brain functions. Footnote marker. It's not all about running marathons. There are simple things we can do to be more active each day. Walk, run, dance, swim, cycle, yoga. The list is almost endless, and it can all make a difference to how we feel. Getting enough good quality sleep is also vital to our physical, emotional and psychological functioning. But it's not always easy when our minds are busy with our to-do lists and worries or technology is tempting us to stay awake and online. Investing in your rest isn't a luxury, it's important to help you feel happier and there are lots of actions you can try that can help. Now, I think it's really great. I really like how they talk about that there's so many different ways to be more active every day. It's not about exercising in the traditional sense of exercising. It can actually just be about moving more. So, yeah, and sleep. We know sleep is so, so important, right? And how often do you find if you had, you're not feeling good, if you look at it, actually, you're not sleeping well. And it's sometimes we get a bit caught up in like, am I not sleeping well because I'm not feeling good? Or am I not feeling good because I'm not sleeping well? And sometimes it actually just comes back to that it's actually a bit of both. Uh, There'll be one thing that's starting it, but actually that cycle keeps going, right? So the next point they've got is be physically active. Moving matters for your mind. Being physically active is a quick and easy way to boost your mood and supports the health and functioning of your brain. According to some scientists, exercising improves how well the brain works and helps to keep it in good condition. Human beings evolved to move, but our modern lifestyle means many of us are less active than our bodies were designed for. Don't worry if you aren't sporty, you don't need to be. One of the simplest ways of being physically active is to take a brisk walk, or you could dance, get vigorous with housework, swim or cycle, whatever you enjoy most. And those of you with kids, running around after the kids and playing rough and tumble or like kicking the ball around, like any of those things, they are definitely ways of being physically active, aren't they? 
So aim to be active for at least 30 minutes most days, if you can, or more if you can. If it's easier to break it down into small chunks, say 10 minutes at a time. And if you haven't been physically active up until now, don't worry, it's never too late to get started and to build up to the recommended daily amount. Now, as if, you have, if this is the first session of these, this 10-part series that you're listening to, every time they have like a section, they ask a question. So they do a reflection kind of note. It's like, hey, here's something for you to think about. How can you incorporate this in your life? Right? So the question here at the end of the physical activity uh, section is, what ways of being physically active do you most enjoy? Which I really love because it's actually, we're more likely to do something we enjoy, aren't we? Or we don't hate actively hate uh and it's actually finding the thing you enjoy like what is the thing that makes a difference for you while you're moving right the next section is sit less which i think is really hilarious to read out to you while i'm sitting down uh but that's actually the only way that i know to be able to actually tape the show for the fighting stigma so yes we will do what we can when we are busy sat at our computers all day, or we're feeling down or anxious, it can be easy to spend long stretches of time sitting down, perhaps going straight from our desk to our sofa, and then bed. Research is now showing that sitting for long periods each day over time can be detrimental to our psychological health as well as our physical health, even if we exercise. So as well as exercising regularly, we need to incorporate many moments of movement over the course of our days. For example, once an hour, spend a minute having a good stretch or twist. Stand up every time you use your phone or even better, walk and talk. Use the time waiting for the kettle to boil to do a few squats, kitchen worktop push-ups or balance on your tiptoes. Moving more in whatever way you can can manage, every little bit counts. So the reflection point is how can you include more moments of movement in your day? Now I've started doing instead of doing my thing where I kind of make a bunch of tabs on the computer and then print all the things that need to be printed and go and do one trip I will print something get up walk to the printer come sit down and then like two minutes later (laughs) I will do it again right when I've come across the next thing and and so instead of so it's trying to get myself up and moving and I have to say one thing it did increase my steps I did almost 7,000 steps the day that I actually did all that um, which is over twice as many as what I aim to do each day because I get pain when I walk for too long but it's it is amazing just those little things and anyone who has an eye watch or has ever seen an eye watch or any of those sort of fit checkers that have circles you know that some of it is actually just get up and move like they just you need to, you've been sitting down for too long you get up, need to get up and move and it's like you don't even have to move very far or do very much you actually just have to get up <laughs> and so that's a really big thing the next one is invest in rest. Oh, so important, right? We, we've talked lots on Fighting Stigma before about sleep, but how important it is. Invest in rest. Sleeping well is essential for our bodies, mood and mind. Getting enough sleep helps us to think better, enables us more easy, to more easily manage our emotions and support our physical health, including our immunity. But it's not always easy. Human beings are the only creatures to have electric light, so it's easy for us to stay awake, and of course our devices can keep our minds whirring right late into the night. As a result, many of us are chronically sleep-deprived and need an alarm to wake up. Uh, I'm raising my hand for that. I definitely need, uh, I have all of those things. Amount of sleep, the amount of sleep we need varies, but 
Experts suggest most adults aim for seven to nine hours. There is a lot we can do to invest in our sleep. So for example, set an alarm for bed, like so for going to bed, set an alarm. An hour before you want to go to sleep, set a gentle alarm to remind yourself to wind down and get ready for bed. Have a wind down routine. Example, switch off your devices, dim the lights and read something calming. Then set up your space for sleep. Block outside light or use an eye mask, limit noise or get an earplugs, eliminate tech and keep the temperature cool. Now, what they haven't got there is, is like actually what what makes a difference for you? Because some people need a bit of light. Some people need a bit of noise. I know lots of people, including myself, some form of white noise makes a really big difference. I use a sleep um, on Spotify. There's something called Sleep Well, I think it is. And I listen to the heavy rain. And I find that really, like, if I'm listening to that, my brain has to be going a million miles an hour, like at its absolute worst, for me to not fall asleep to it. Um, other people need dead silence. Uh, and some people can't have anything on their face or in the ears, like the, 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 something touching them would stop them being able to get to sleep. So just have a think for yourself. And I think that's what the reflection point is about to be. How much sleep do you need to feel well rested? What is something you can do to invest in your rest? And also just think about what are the things that help you get sleep? You know, what are the things you need to avoid or the things you need to do? Next one is switch off your mind for sleep. Busy or racing minds can get in the way of a good night's sleep, and it's not always easy to switch off. Whether it's tomorrow's to-do list, worries about the day that has just gone, or the future, or our devices keeping our minds worrying later to the night. To make sure we get enough sleep, we don't just need to turn off the lights, but also have some ways to calm our mind. Here are some actions that can help. Unplug from tech. Ban your phone, computer or tablet from the bedroom at night or have a place to put them away that's not right next to you in easy reach. I think that's an important point to add. Go old school. Get a proper alarm clock, a quiet one without lights and read a book rather than going online. Practice gratitude. When you get into bed, reflect on three good things from your day or things that were tough. What was one moment from the day that was better than the rest? scrunch and release your body it's called progressive muscle relaxation start with one body part like your left foot or hand tense it up as hard as you can and then slowly relax it breathing out if you can and notice how it feels then do the same for the right hand or right foot and then your left leg or arm and then so on moving through your body parts in turn a lot of people find that's really really good for you to get like be in your body and also just to relax it makes quite a big difference so play the alphabet game. Play alphabet games. Switch your mind off by get it, giving it something absorbing but not overly stimulating to do. Like thinking of a different animal, actor, sports person or place name for each of the letter of the alphabets and turn from A to Z. It beats counting sheep. I personally would not find that relaxing because actually I would just get stuck on needing to look up like this person that I remembered that I don't know the name of. So yeah, so if that works for you, that's fantastic. So what's something you can try to help your mind switch off and sleep? Because that's definitely the thing, isn't it? Like it can make really, really big difference knowing what you need to do, what makes a difference. And if you're not sure right now, it's totally okay. Just go have a look at that list, maybe Google online, ask your friends what they do to help them turn their mind off, relax their mind before they go to sleep. 
and then give it a go. Try some out. See which one works best for you. So the next part is nurture your connection with nature. Being outside in the daylight, in or near greenery or water spaces, greenery or water spaces that we find pleasing can help us feel happier, reduce stress and boost our sense of vitality. Exercising outdoors in urban or natural settings each had positive benefits for mood and stress levels, but natural environments are were associated with greater mental restoration. And there's a uh, footnote there. With, uh, often other studies have shown that we generally feel happier in natural environments than indoors or in those that are built up. Daylight, especially in the morning, helps to regulate our body clock, which in turn helps us sleep. Sunlight on our skin produces vitamin D. It's important for both physical physical health and happiness. Vitamin D is a really big thing. It's something that uh, you get from the sun, but you can actually get in tablet form. And it's something that's recommended to people who get seasonal affective disorder, sad. Uh, so when it's lower, like so darker months, so during winter, autumn, or different parts of the world when the sun doesn't come up very much at all for months at a time, Vitamin D is something that makes an enormous difference to um, health and well-being. Visible greenery, both indoors and out, has been shown to reduce stress and increase our, connect our concentration and productivity. Even if we live in a town or a city, there are lots of different ways that we can nurture our connection to nature. Now, I like how they had indoor greenery because like, who everyone has that fr at least one friend or family member who is really obsessed with pot plants. Like they have so many plants in their house and it's just amazing, right? I can't keep anything alive like that, so I don't do that. But I know I have several friends who just have, I have one friend, every time she goes away, she comes back with a new pot plant and I'm like, that's amazing. How do you have room for your dogs and your children and your husband? Uh, but her house is just so relaxing and lovely to sit in because there's so many green plants everywhere. So some of the um, different ways that we can nurture our connection to nature is go for a nature walk. Even if you're in the city, take time to notice the different shades of green, the beauty of the bare branch or spot birds or other wildlife. Notice the resilience of nature, the flower or braids of blades of grass poking up through a crack in the ground, trees that have withstood the wild weather, insects that help pollinate our plants. Cultivate greenery wherever you are. Grow herbs in your garden. Oh, sorry. Grow herbs in your kitchen, plant a window box, or cultivate greenery on a patch of earth outside. Pause by a pond. Find some pleasant water to sit or stand by and notice the reflections in its surface. Take care of the natural world. Pick up litter, join a gardening group or volunteer at the, a conservation project nearby. And the next one is eat good mood food. When we are busy, tired or stressed, it's easy to get in the habit of reaching for unhealthy snacks or junk foods, often without realising. Whilst these may feel comforting, and gives us a boost in the moment, they can go on to negatively impact our mood and longer term our overall health. Sugary foods and refined carbohydrates can be especially bad for this, giving us a mood or energy high and then causing us to crash down and feel sleepy, irritable or both. And that can make us reach for another sugary boost. How many of us are recognizing ourselves in that statement? We need a varied diet. Ideally, mostly from unprocessed foods, including vegetables and fruit. Foods that are as close to they are 
as close to their natural state tend to have more nutrients and fiber, which support health and happiness longer term. Nutrients such as omega oils found in oily fish, some seeds, um, example linseeds, nuts, olive oil, avocados and eggs, are associated with better moods and a lower likelihood of depression. Vitamins and minerals are important for how we feel too. The range of, vitam- of B vitamins, for example, are thought to have important for the health of our brain and nervous system and to help keep our minds functioning well. These are found in whole grains, yeast, mushrooms and dairy products. So they've got several points here for you to try out. So eat a rainbow. A simple way to ensure you're getting a range of vitamins and other important micronutrients is to eat a range of different colored natural fruits, vegetables, whole grains and other foods every day. Stock up on good snacks. Avoid temptation by keeping sugary snacks and drinks out of the house or workplace because who, who there who's, who's listening, who's works, has like a snack drawer. I, I have, I had one, I've stopped having one. I now have a breakfast drawer. So when I haven't actually got around to like having breakfast in the morning, I can have a healthy breakfast when I get to work. Generally, it's just porridge Saturdays. But yeah, so anyway. So keep, keep keeping sugary snacks and drinks out of the house or workplace and stuck up on tasty natural treats instead. Make these easy to access when you need a boost. These might be delicious colourful fruits, nuts or crunchy vegetable sticks that you prepare and leave in the fridge. And then it's develop your cooking skills. Preparing food from scratch needn't be difficult, expensive or time consuming and it means you'll know exactly what you are eating. There are loads of on and offline resources that can show you what you'll need and how to do it. Cooking can be fun and creative. Um... It's one of the things that's really interesting is a lot of people find cooking really overwhelming and I know food is a really big cost right now. So it is definitely something that comes into play, but actually checking in with others, finding out from people like what are the healthy things that you cook that you find easy and simple to do, maybe going to your local library, maybe having a look at the internet, see if there's any local cooking groups. Um, I know the Heart Foundation of New Zealand has some really amazing um, cookbooks. Uh, there's uh, all full of beans and cheap eats and things like that. And they just have really easy to follow recipes that are really yummy and generally are on the cheaper side to make. And like it's a really great way to go. But we've pretty much come to the end of the show. So I'm going to very quickly play us our end of what we do at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma. And that is a series of support lines because quite often we're needing some help and we're not sure where to reach out to. And maybe it's two o'clock in the morning. Maybe we don't have anyone close by who we feel comfortable talking to about whatever's going on. And so what I want you to do is grab a pen and paper and write some of these support lines down. So if you ever need them, you know who to call. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called. So need to talk. 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737.
The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a crisis assessment team, they're part of the community mental health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800-543-354. And they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 757. Now if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight and they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 828 865. Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, the number is 0800 Don't stress if you missed any of those support lines. I do play that again at the end of every show of Fighting Stigma. So come back next week on Thursday at midday and listen to us on Free FM or find us on Spotify or have a look wherever you get your podcasts. I know we're on Apple Podcasts at least. So, but that's all we have time for today. So from us all here, take care. 
At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.